0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Two Moms in the F I'm Crystal. I'm Natalie. And yeah, we got some stories today.
1: Yes, this is a part of our Halloween history. <coughs> Excuse me, I choked. Spooky month. <coughs> It's a multi-part episode just because there was so much that I found that it's just gonna take forever. So we're just gonna break it up into different multiple episodes and hopefully it'll go all the way through Halloween. Give you guys something fun to listen to. It absolutely will. So today we're gonna to be talking about werewolves. Whoa whoa whoa. Uh, I, I really love werewolf stuff. I think it's fascinating. These are stories of people that were either accused of being werewolves or werewolf-type activity that was happening. There's recorded evidence of all of this stuff, whether they're considered legend or urban legend. Some of these are true stories, though. Now, whether the person was actually a werewolf or not, that's to be determined. But I found this fascinating. So, here we go. If they're real, I would like to meet one. (laughs) You can be breakfast. (laughs)
0: Okay, then I'll meet a vampire.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Peter Stump. This is... This time... This took place during 1535 and 1589. So, it was around the time of, like, the witch hunts and all this stuff. Because, as we mentioned in the last episode, witchcraft and werewolves and... Vampires. There were hunts for all of them yeah. at this time and they all seemed to coincide and be linked together. And if you were accused of one, you were automatically accused of all everything else. Um, Peter Stump was a German farmer, an alleged serial killer. Alleged. Accused <clears throat> of werewolfery, witchcraft, and cannibalism. Okay. Now, before we get really too into like really into this, this is probably the most brutal story about um, this kind of thing that I've probably ever read. Oh, wow. Between all the witch executions yeah. and everything else, this gets pretty rough. So, y'all just bear with us as we get through it. It's tough. It's hard to hear, but it's very important so that people hear about it. Trigger warnings. <clears throat> Definitely trigger warnings. Um, he was known as the werewolf of Bedberg. Stomp had one of the most famous werewolf trials oh. in history. After being tortured, they stretched him on a rack.
0: Oh, good God.
1: He confessed to practicing black magic since childhood. He claimed the devil had given him a magic belt that allowed him to change into a wolf, although no belt was ever found. Allegedly, he had killed and eaten 14 children, two pregnant women, and a few men over the span of 25 years, one of which being his own son. All admit now, that he was tortured first, so all of this was admitted after his torture. Keep that in mind.
0: Not during his torture. Yeah. And this was
1: days of torture. This was not just one day. This was consecutive days of torture before he admitted to any of this. He was also accused and sentenced to incestuous relationships with his daughter Mm. and another family member in which the two were also sentenced along with him. So, his daughter was also sentenced, and his mistress, who was a supposed, or it was a supposed, an alleged mistress to him that was also a family member. Now, whether they actually had a relationship or not, don't know. Um, Stump's execution alongside his daughter and the second alleged mistress were some of the most brutal ever recorded. He was put on a wheel where his flesh was torn from his body with red-hot pinchers. His limbs were then broken with an axe head to prevent returning from the grave before he was beheaded and then burned on a pyre. His daughter and mistress were both flayed, strangled, and then burned as well. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that was a rough one. That one was, that was pretty bad. And it was, I, I left a lot out because it was so gnarly. Um, That was tough. And that actually, that really happened. Now, whether or not he actually was a werewolf, whether or not he actually was a serial killer, had actually done any of these things, can't, there's no proof. And, again, his his admittance was after he had been tortured for days and days. Damn. Um, the Beast of Gavadin, in this 18th century, in, in 18th century, this province was terrorized by this wolf. Over a few months' time, it is believed there were t- two hundred and ten attacks in all, with a hundred and thirteen of which were fatal. Good yeah, yeah. grief! Those that had seen the beast with un- had seen the beast with unusual red fur streaked with black. In seventeen sixty-five, King Louis the Fifteenth decreed that the French state would help slay the beast. When the appointed professional wolf, wolf hunters failed to kill the beast, the king sent lieutenant of the hunt instead. He slayed three large gray wolves, yet the attacks still continued. It wasn't until a local hunter shot a wolf on June 19, 1767, that the attacks were declared over. According to historian John Mark Morico, nearly 7,600 people were killed by wolves in France <coughs> between 1362 and
0: 1918. Hmm. Holy shit!
1: Yeah, so they don't know if it was just a pack of wolves that was just causing mayhem.
0: That could have been a possibility. <clears throat> they
1: don't know if it was just one specific one, and they were just taking out all these other ones. Just to be safe, they don't know. But it's a it's a story. They called it a werewolf, so the Livonian werewolf, theus of Kaltebrun Cal- Cal- in Swedish Livonia. In the 17th century, a ma- century made claims that he was a lycanthrop. A what? A lycanthrop It's another word for a werewolf. Okay. Um, stating he and other werewolves would change into wolves on St. Lucia's Day, Pentecost, and Midsummer Night. They would then maraud, <laughs> maraud the countryside, killing farm animals and eating them. He claimed that werewolves were the agents of God and would travel to hell to battle the devil and his witches bringing back the grain and livestock the witches had stolen. It was only until it was revealed that, the, that Thies was not a devout Lutheran and indeed practiced a form of folk magic that the authorities took action. He was flogged and exiled, never to be seen again.
0: So, until... So, the werewolves, werewolves were against the witches.
1: That's what he's saying. But he, he made a claim that he was a werewolf. Um, and he ran with other werewolves. And that he was there to protect everybody from the witches, basically. Oh, um, But nobody took him serious. But the Apparently second, not. The second that they found out that he was practicing his own kind of magic, like yeah. folk magic, whatever that may be, which was Never. probably him just baking a fucking pie or <laughs> bathing or taking medicine or something, is when they finally were like, oh, no, you can't be here. Let's beat you and send you on your way. Yeah. The Wolf of Ansbach... In 1685, a wolf was terrorizing and killing humans in a small area of Germany. This was not unusual, but the town's chief magistrate had recently died. He was a cruel and unpopular man, and it was said the wolf visited his residence, so many believed the wolf was the magistrate returning as a werewolf for his sins. They were quickly able to hunt the wolf down and chased it into a well and killed it. Now, here's where it kind of gets gross and disturbing. Sorry, animal rights activists. I did not do this. Just bear that in mind. They then mutilated the animal's remains, dressed it in human clothes and a wig so that it resembled the magistrate, paraded it through the town and hung it from a post for all to see. After some time, the remains were then preserved and placed in a local museum for display.
0: Little red rhyme. <laughs> right. Sorry.
1: <clears throat> yeah, that escalated pretty quickly. And I don't know yeah. if I don't know if the werewolf is, or the wolf itself is still on display in current times. I, that happened in sixteen eighty-five, so I don't know that they would still have that, but
0: most likely. Well, I no, mean, who there's knows no telling.
1: There's really no telling. I'm curious about that though. <clears throat> the werewolf of Alariz, his name was Manuel Blanco. Roma, Roma, Roma Santa, wildly, widely thought of as Spain's first ever serial killer. Born in 1809, he had been raised as a girl until age six when, when doctors discovered he was a male. He later, how
0: did they fuck that up from the get go? I
1: don't know. I don't know. I didn't look into it super far, but I'm sure there has to be some kind of a explanation. He he later married and worked as a tailor. After the death of his wife in 1833, he became a traveling salesman. His first known murder was in 1844, a constable after attempting to... He he murdered a constable, which is a police officer. Yeah. After attempting to collect a debt from Roma Santa, he then fled to Portugal. During this time, he murdered several more people and then sold their personal items and... (laughs) Oh. and soaps made from human fat of his victims that's what? not funny i just laughed because oh. i forgot that that was on there and it just made me really uncomfortable sorry after confessing to 13 murders he blamed his transgressions on the curse of lycanthropy werewolf
0: yeah
1: he was acquitted of four of the murders those forensic examinations found the Though forensic an- examination found he had committed, had been committed by wolves. Though many believe this was proof of his lycanthropy claim. He later died in prison of stomach cancer.
0: So. If you're eating people.
1: Doesn't that cause cancer?
0: It could possibly, yes. That's
1: what I thought. It's like.
0: But if, if you- you're a cannibal, eating human meat after so long will actually cause um, cause you to go crazy, That's what I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. I know it causes a whole slew of problems. Don't eat people. (laughs) Don't eat
1: people. Don't eat people. All right. This is other, this is not necessarily a werewolf story, but this is a condition that still exists to this day, and a lot of people call it, um, the werewolf disease, but it's hypertrichosis. It's a rare and curious condition that causes excessive hair growth anywhere on a person's body. so it's, it's nicknamed werewolf syndrome. Um, so back in the times of the freak shows, the traveling yeah. circuses and stuff like that, you would see people during that time. Sometimes they were called the bearded lady. Sometimes they were called beasts or whatever. Yeah. And a lot of times it was people suffering from PCOS who were with the excessive hair growth they were dealing with the hypertrichosis um, things like that but it does give you wolf-like appearance appearance in the face a lot of hair on your arms and hands it is curious if you don't know what it is like back then they didn't have a clue what that was Yeah. Um,
0: if you want to sh- know a hairy person maverick <laughs> bless his little soul y'all <laughs> He is five years old. That is a hairy <coughs> fucking kid.
1: He's going to have to stock up on razors, huh?
0: If he... If... With, yeah. I'm, I've am i never seen a kid with so much hair on his body. I don't mean just on his head. His back, his arms, his legs are damn near hair, as hairy as a man. Um, a grown-ass man. Wow. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Hairy.
1: Um, there have been 43 clinical lycanthropy diagnoses linked to mental disorder. Okay. Um, so it's, I guess, people with severe mental illness, certain types of mental illness believe that they are werewolves. Um, and so it's linked to a mental disorder.
0: Okay.
1: Other werewolf trials and execution are Jan Leloup, November 5th, 1607. Johan Prickle, 1609. <laughs> Liberty, Liberty's barking at me. Sorry, y'all. She hears me talking about werewolves. <clears throat> Matthew's Stoop, September 11th, 1657. Those are just some names and dates if y'all want to look into those. Um, Werewolf Honorable Mention. Oh, Uh, Honorable Mention. Honorable Mention. (laughs)
0: Must be a badass.
1: Louisiana (laughs) Rougarou. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. Um, He's described as seven feet tall, red eyes, and a terrible smell. It's believed that seven years of missed Lent, Catholic religious belief, will turn you into a Rougarou. Others say it's part of a 101-day curse. Unless the affected person can transfer the curse to another human being, they believe the curse comes from witchcraft or voodoo.
0: Again, blaming it on the witches. <laughs> Always.
1: Beast of Grey Road. A wolf-like creature allegedly reported to have been witnessed in or near Elkhorn, Walworth County, Wisconsin. The creature has become part of Wisconsin folklore and has been the subject of several books, articles, documentaries, and even a 2005 horror film. I have not seen it, but I don't have to check into it. Hmm. The Michigan Dogman, seven foot tall, blue or amber red eyes. Amber eyes would be more golden, I would think. But you would I think so, but okay. Red eyes as well, I guess. First alleged encounter in 1887 in Wexford County by two lumberjacks describing a man's body with a dog's head. Reports of wolf pack attacks from 1937 and 19 through 1967 with a wolf that ran on two legs as well. Several indigenous tribes also have werewolf lore, including the Navajos belief in skinwalkers. Yes. Skinwalkers take many forms, but a wolf is the most common. I also came across one yesterday. It's a from Australia and it's an aboriginal um lore legend and they have their own type of i guess you'd call it a werewolf um but it's a large wolf and they have a a name for it but i didn't i didn't put it down but anyway it was interesting to read about because this one of the things that they said was that the jaw of this creature could un like dislocate it would unhinge or dislocate itself in order to bite people in like Devour them and more like just sounds like one a bite. big
0: ass, uh, like uh, a huge snake, like an anaconda, yeah, where that's it'll what it unhinge like. its ew, good grief, yeah.
1: It was interesting, and the fact that that's all that's in Australia and it's an aborigine, like a aborigine, yeah, legend that's pretty cool because they've been around for a long time, too.
0: Um, now skip, who the fuck was that looking in my backyard? All right, um. That Skinwalker's Ranch mm-hmm. movie. And it or show or whatever it is. Yeah. I'm gonna one day I'm gonna watch it.
1: I started it. I had a hard time with it because I feel like it was a documentary style movie. But I could be wrong. But to me it seemed like it was a movie giving the appearance of being a documentary, which I've seen those before. Yeah. Um, And I could be wrong. It could have just been, but it just seemed like a lot of it was acting. Maybe scripted. Maybe scripted, heavily scripted. Because I think all reality and documentaries and stuff like that have some form of scripting a little bit. But this was just kind of... It was just weird to me. So, I couldn't push through after, like, the first or second episode. I finally just gave it up. But I do want to try to finish it just to see. But I have seen other documentaries about skinwalkers. And I've seen um, people that have gone to the skinwalker ranch and other ranches that have claimed to have seen skinwalkers there. And that's really interesting. Hmm. So, the next one. We're done with werewolves for now. But... We are going on to real Frankenstein experiments. Oh, gosh. Another one of the classic things you think about at Halloween, to me, is Frankenstein's monster. Um, Frankenstein was the scientist.
0: Yep. And a lot of people get that confused. <laughs> right. Because they think,
1: they think the monster
0: is Frankenstein. Right. And it's not.
1: Right. I love the fact that this was written. This was a book. It was a novel written by a woman who was obsessed with with science and all things spooky. I love Mary Shelley. Are your grandkids here? Demon, demons,
0: hold on, y'all. Just a moment. Anywho.
1: <laughs> anyway. Um. So, Frankenstein was the scientist that recreated, reanimated human life from the novel. Um. Mary Shelley wrote the novel. I love the fact that she did that. Yeah. Um. And, actually, Frankenstein's monster's name was Adam. Really? Mm-hmm. Didn't like know Adam, that. Like Adam and Eve. He named him Adam.
0: Interesting. <clears throat> um,
1: so these are real Frankenstein-like experiments and the mad scientists behind them. Luigi Galvani, an Italian biologist interested in medical electricity. So this is said to be what everybody thinks Mary Shelley may have gotten inspiration from. from for the book. Um, his experiments began decades before Mary Shelley's famous book, and it is believed his experiments inspired part of the story written. He discovered electricity could, re- could temporarily reanimate non living creatures momentarily with the muscle spasms caused by the electrical currents. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean. <laughs>
1: First discovered during examination on a deceased frog.
0: Have you ever. Okay, so that would be like putting salt or whatever on a. Is it on frog legs or something? And they start jumping or whatever?
1: Maybe in the grease. Like when they're Oh, yeah, that's right. That might be what it is. And,
0: um... I think something bit me on my back. Um... Using a tension unit. You know, like put it on your arm or whatever Mm -hmm. and you'll... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean (laughs) to
0: do it like that. But, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um... This next one is Giovanni Aldini. He is actually the nephew of Luigi Galvani, the guy we just talked about. Mm-hmm. This is his nephew and protege. Okay. Took Keeping his, it in the family. Yes. He took his uncle's idea of medical electricity and began using the experiments on human, human corpses.
0: Oh.
1: His first experiment on an inmate tried and hung for murdering his family. Aldini began his first experiment in front of an audience of medical students and onlookers. And, you know, back then, people loved to go watch this shit. They loved to go to executions. They loved to go to public hangings Like, they were entertained by yes. everything. So, the um, <clears throat> the onlookers were shocked, horrified, and awed by the result as the corpse appeared to be reanimated before them. His eyes opened, face <laughs> twitched, limbs moved. This was soon followed by Scottish physician Andrew Yore as, in Britain as well. So, the Britain doctor or physician did the exact same thing. Um, so basically they, they got entertainment from watching
0: dead people dead people
1: dance by electricity.
0: <coughs> Fucking <Pranks>. weirdo.
1: <laughs> Johann Ritter, German physicist, conducted electricity, electricity experiments on himself. Dumbass. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> on his eyes, ears, tongue, nose, and hand. He would endure the pain of the shock to his limit, then record his results. That's dedication though. I'll give him that. <laughs> is it? Or <laughs> is it stupid? Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a difference. Alexander Van Humboldt created batteries out of nothing but animal flesh.
0: Okay, I don't have words for that one.
1: Tested on a large tested a large variety of substances for their ability to serve in his electrode. Coming to the conclusion that blood was far more effective at transmitting electricity than milk, wine, beer, or even plain water. Iron. That makes sense. That makes sense. Also, discovering the nerves tend to work better if they are covered in a salt solution, which you said a while ago, or muscle tissue as opposed to dry air. In all von Humboldt tested the conductive prowess of up to 300 plant and animal species in his attempt to uncover life's mysteries. <clears throat> Sergey <clears throat> Brookkenko, I have no idea how to pronounce that. It's <laughs> Russian scientist. We're gonna call him Sergey or SB. Um, Russian scientist invented a heart and lung machine called the autojector that still exists today.
0: Is that the Iron Lung?
1: It might be. I don't know. Let's read. This design was sound, but the testing was creepy. In early experiments, he decapitated a dog. That
0: is not the Iron Lung.
1: <laughs> and connected it to his machine, which drew out blood from his veins and circulated it through a filter for oxygenation.
0: Sounds like some robot chicken shit. Right?
1: According to his experiment, the dog's head was alive and responsive for over an hour and a half before blood clots built up and killed the dog on the table. After this, he then began a similar test on a human that had very recently passed away within a few hours, hooked his body to the same machine, pushed some chemicals into his bloodstream. Allegedly, the man's heart began to beat and then began to, he began to groan, to which they panicked, shut the machine down, and allowed the man to pass.
0: Again? Because yeah, apparently they, he was already dead. Yeah,
1: they, they, they said, okay, motherfucker, go back to sleep. Go to sleep! <laughs> we're, not, we're not doing this. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, I told you these are crazy. Vladimir Demikov, a Soviet scientist, pioneered organ transplantation, conducted many experience, early experiments on dogs. I don't know what their fascination with using dogs was for, but my gosh, they were just, they were something else. One experiment was grafting the head of a dog onto another living, fully intact dog. Now, when y'all look this up, because I know y'all are going to be curious and go look it up, I want y'all to know... I am not trying to make jokes about this because this is serious, however, <laughs> when you look at the picture, the dog looks like he's wearing a hat, and it's another fucking dog on his head it's a it's a hat it's a dog hat on this dog's head. Oh my. I am just telling y'all to be prepared, but it's, it's I
0: wonder if maybe this is like the inspiration behind cat dog. I don't know, I don't know. they did some weird fucking <laughs> shit back then.
1: Um, The head of this dog was put onto another living, fully intact dog, okay? The dog was then resuscitated. Both heads could see, smell, hear, and swallow. It lived four days.
0: Wait, wait, whoa. If the attached head could swallow, where was the food going?
1: I guess they wasn't feeding it. Maybe that's why they died. I don't know, but... I want to know how it was swallowing at all when he was but wearing it, to... it on his head like a hat. Was he swallowing the other dog's head? I don't
0: know. That's what I'm trying to ask.
1: <laughs> but in the pictures, it literally looks like a dog like wearing a costume, like a fake dog hat.
0: Hold on. What is this called? I need to... I'm just going to Google this.
1: Vladimir Demikov.
0: I don't... Blah, blah, Here.
1: Vlad...
0: Vlad... <laughs> You know I'm fucking blind, right? Uh, Vladimir Diming, Dimick. Ha. Oh. <laughs> well, the first experiment. A dog.
1: Yes. The Image. first experiment, he lived four days.
0: Then Good they, fucking I grief. I told you. This it, is. What the. <clears throat> oh, my God. Yes. They really did
1: that. The second. They did another two-headed no. dog experiment. Yeah, it looks like he's wearing a fucking hat.
0: Y'all, V-L-A-D-I-M-I-R, and the last name is D-E-M-I-K-H-O-V, oh my, fuck, oh my, I gotta stop.
1: (laughs) Anyway, the first one, the first experiment, the dog lived four days. They did a later two-headed dog experiment, and it lived 29 days.
0: why what was the purpose of this
1: i guess to it was a ty- it was a way to figure out if you could actually transplant organs like if somebody
0: well it's a good fucking thing they didn't figure it out then because i would not want to be a test subject of trying to get a <laughs> pig fucking stomach or something and it just goes horribly wrong
1: i got a big stomach leave me alone <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. So a different type of organ from another animal, <laughs> other than a pig.
1: Okay. So five times scientists revived the living dead. The, arc- the
0: Arctic. Just leave it be. I yeah. know, right? I
1: told you these were weird. I had to share them. I had to. I couldn't believe what I was reading. I really thought it was a joke. It's not. Um, the Arctic rotifer is a 24,000-year-old Arctic organism. Living under the Siberian permafrost. They Leave brought it. it. They brought it back to life.
0: Alone, people. That's right. like opening a fucking sarcophagus after thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of years. And my computer's is dinging, so sorry. Leave it be.
1: Yep.
0: You don't know what you're fucking releasing. The last time they opened one, I think that's when COVID hit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Which is interesting because we're going to be talking about mummies in a little while too, <laughs> or maybe next episode. It's coming. We're going to we'll be talking see. about mummies, um, resurrected plants. Russian scientists revived plants from thirty-two thousand years ago. Okay, that's 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 okay. I guess is it depends is it on really.
0: It depends on the plant. <laughs> is it a people-eating plant or
1: what? <laughs> it's Audrey too. <laughs> <laughs> um ancient moss 1,530 year old moss was re- was brought back to life the horse pox virus a relative to smallpox but not harmful to humans now this the caused the fuck you say right this caused a lot of controversy because if you could bring back something like that who's to say you can't bring back anything else and why are you fooling with it was what everybody's question was
0: the government Don't needs to that. leave shit alone yes
1: The extinct ibex, which is basically a mountain goat or a a sheep, through cloning, they created another from the last ibex that died. Because it was once that one died, it was considered completely extinct. That was the last one. one. The extinct ibex, which is a it's a mountain goat or a sheep. Okay. Um, Scientists successfully revived the extinct species with through a clone. They cloned it, Um, but for only ten minutes. The only species to become de extinct and also become extinct twice. Wrap your head around that. <laughs> now, bonus points, hmm. bonus round. The woolly mammoth. You know, they've been finding all these preserved woolly mammoths under the ice. They are currently working on de extincting that animal. They are trying to bring it back to life. What the
0: fuck are we trying to do here? I what guess is this we're trying to to accomplish? To have some kind of a
1: freaking crazy circus going
0: back on. to the goddamn stone age where <laughs> fucking woolly mammoth is going to be roaming the earth you know and it's going to be one of the i, I don't I'm, I, I don't know yeah. i just imagine driving down the car and you have to call into work because hey i just ran over a fucking woolly mammoth <laughs> Wait, well, like, what? imagine
1: how messed up you'd be about running over a two-headed dog <laughs> a dog looking like it's wearing a hat and it's a
0: it's that might would make more sense than a fucking Wooly Mammoth. <laughs> Honestly. Because I wonder
1: if, the, if they become popular again, if they're going to offer them for like rides and But there's some type of stuff.
0: Siberian... I've seen that with the Wooly <clears> Mammoth. <throat> there's also mm-hmm. some type of Siberian pup thing that mm-hmm. they have found that was completely intact as well mm-hmm. that I think they're trying to revive, leave it alone. Because well, see,
1: that's what makes me wonder about all of these cryptids and stuff. How do we know that's not the same shit that they've been doing?
0: Not only that, Y'all, if y'all really think a zombie apocalypse cannot fucking happen, it can fucking happen. Well, how ironic, because the next subject is zombies. Zombies. (laughs) It can so fucking (laughs) happen. If they can bring back these fucking extinct animals, or Mm. they just need to stop experimenting, Mm. because Mm -hmm. fuck.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, who's to say they haven't already figured it out. We just don't know about it. That's what's terrifying. Now, zombies and Frankenstein's monster basically, I would say, kind of go hand in hand yeah. because um, Frankenstein's monster Adam, he was basically a zombie. He was brought back. He was he was made from multiple body parts from other people, but he was reanimated and brought back. So he was in.
0: So was the man that groaned <clears throat> that
1: that's they true. stuck
0: in the thing. So technically, right. that's true. That is a zombie. Yes.
1: Um, these are real zombies, like real zombie experiences, real things that have taken place.
0: Yeah, we're, uh, I'm, I'm a zombie freak. Um, so, uh, let's, let's see. Hold on.
1: So, zombies. zombies. (laughs) All right. Lazarus Effect, Mm. the phenomenon. You've seen the movie? Yes. Um, This also, again, goes along with Frankenstein. When someone declared dead from cardiac arrest suddenly shows sign of life, usually within 10 minutes of CPR ending, this makes it seem like they've come back to life, but in fact, they hadn't died, allegedly.
0: (laughs) (sighs) There have been stories of people think you know, that Mm -hmm. they thought people were declared dead and Mm -hmm. they were not.
1: Right. That does happen. I mean, they've taken
0: them... All the way to the fucking morgue and shit. Mm-hmm. And, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, there have been, and, and a lot of those call those miracles, you know. Um, I mean, it Say is. Say
0: what you want, whatever. <laughs> um. Yeah.
1: So, it's like, yeah. I don't know. It's not, it's <laughs> crazy because some of the stuff just, it's hard to explain. Either way. Um, Another thing is, have you heard of the Haitian zombies? No. This has to do with the voodoo. Okay. The voodoo and the hoodoo and the you-do and We do, and whatever. Um, In 1980, now this is just one man's story. I have read and heard about a lot of stories, and Mm -hmm. this took place a lot, evidently. They've even made a movie about it called The Serpent and the Rainbow. Have you ever seen it? I have not. It's a horror movie. It's pretty good.
0: Um, I have to put that on my list of movies to watch. Yeah. In
1: 1980, a man in a rural Haitian village claimed to be Clarvis Narcisse, who had died in 1962. Narcisse described being conscious but paralyzed during his presumed death. He had even seen the doctor cover his face with a sheet.
0: God, <clears throat> could you imagine? Uh-huh. That would be like being, yeah, I mean, yeah, paralyzed. One of my biggest but...
1: fears when I was having all my surgeries and stuff was because i watched a movie i can't remember what it's called now but the movie where you're you go under anesthesia and you're still awake but you're still awake and you still feel everything but you can't Can't talk talk, yeah can't blink can't do anything and so this reminds me a lot of that and in a way it almost makes me feel claustrophobic just reading this story because (sighs) it's like could you i can't even imagine i can't even wrap my mind around it but the fact that it actually happens is horrifying in itself this makes for a good halloween episode (laughs) um (laughs) He claimed a boker, which is a voodoo priest, some call them witch doctors. I don't know if they consider that derogatory or not, but I put it on here. Um, that had turned him into a zombie to use in a sugarcane plantation. Now, this was actually the reasoning behind like several of those other stories I was telling you about. This was actually like a pretty common story that was being told as these people were passing away, but they were given something. And it made them appear dead. And then these people were coming and stealing them, digging them back up after the service or whatever, taking them to this sugar cane plantation and using them as like work zombies. And they did call them zombies. And so once they woke up from their sleep, they were then used to be workers, basically. Um, Since the hospital had documented Narcissa's illness and death, scientists viewed him as a potential proof for Haitian zombies, because at this time they weren't, they had heard about it, but yeah. they weren't entirely sure. But since there was documentation of his death and everything, that's when scientists were like, let's go look into this. This has got to be something real. Uh, Narcisse answered questions about his family and childhood that not even a close friend could have known. Eventually, his family and outsiders believed he was a zombie returned to life. Um, He was then studied for the Zombie Project, a study into the origins of zombies in Haiti between 1982 and 1984. Haitian zombie powder was then sampled and tested to see if this could put a person into a zombie-like state.
0: My cla- okay, so this was in 1980, and mm-hmm. he apparently died in 62. 62. So where the hell was he for the last 18 years? Well,
1: that's what he was saying is he was woken up, and he was on a sugar cane plantation. Okay,
0: okay. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: used as a worker is what what his claim was, and he's not the only one. Gotcha. Um, This zombie powder, the main ingredients, well, they give you the recipe online. I did not.
0: <laughs> We're not giving y'all that.
1: I'm not giving you that. But one of the main mm-hmm. ingredients is tetrodotoxin from a species of pufferfish, <laughs> as well as human remains, marine toads that produces numerous toxic substances, hyla tree frog as well, which carries an irritant. It is believed the pufferfish uh, toxins in small amounts could cause paralysis and giving symptoms that would have the victim appear dead, though they aren't the family would believe them to be dead and the bokor which is the voodoo priest would remove the body from the grave if all went well and the po- the poisons would wear off and the victim would believe themselves to be a zombie there are several other recorded events of Haitian zombies reappearing home after death so basically this has been talked about like this there's a lot of Research papers done on this man and several other people. Y'all can look into it if you want to. It is fascinating and terrifying. That's
0: cool, the same but time. yeah, that's just, holy shit.
1: Yeah. Um, something else that mimics zombie-like symptoms, rabies. Um, though incredibly rare, if an infected, unvaccinated person is infected, um, it's nearly always fatal if untreated. Symptoms spread through saliva from an animal bite insomnia hallucinations, fever paralysis and more
0: Technically, I mean because rabies are <clears throat> basic I mean right. yes you're rapid but rapid yeah yeah your your brain is basically eating itself and right. driving you nuts right. crazy okay so oof. um
1: the African sleeping sickness it's a sleeping sickness spread by fly bites if and it is fatal if left untreated. Um, symptoms include fever headaches joint pains behavior changes poor coordination and more so the symptoms make you appear zombie like
0: so that's what's wrong with me
1: maybe (laughs) (laughs) i don't think there's a diagnosis for what's wrong with
0: us
1: (laughs) um leprosy
0: uh between the
1: appearance and the flesh rotting and numbing splotches and stuff it mimics zombie-like behavior uh, necrosis is cells dying from toxins or frostbite paralysis paralysis and zombie-like symptoms also come with that Curo disease comes from eating deceased people's brains as was custom in areas of new guinea
0: don't eat people
1: don't eat brains
0: <laughs> brains
1: <laughs> <laughs> In the belief it would help their souls pass into the afterlife <clears throat> in- <laughs> incurable rare neurodegenerative disorder is caused by Abnormal abnormality formed prior. Holy crap! <laughs> uh protein, protein proteins leading to tremors, coordination loss, and neurodegeneration. Symptoms include lack of muscle control. I don't know what that word is. Dysanthria, emotional instability, including sporadic laughter and more. So it gives you major zombie-like vibes. There's me again. <laughs> on top of the fact you just ate fucking brains. I didn't do that. You me. know. Um. These are stories of zombie attacks.
0: Now, I remember the one in Florida many years ago.
1: These were
0: which was just so fucked up. Yeah. I really th- I mean, I think he was but it it's just the the fact of the matter. Yeah. This whole man was eating another person. Yeah. Okay.
1: This one I don't know if I have that story or if it's one of these that I listed. Um but this one is about a guy named Austin Hariff. in August 2016, attacked, killed, and ate several people, and was actively growling, grunting, and making animal noises while still eating his victims, even while police arrived. It took repeated use of stun guns, police dog, and three officers to pull him away from his quote-unquote
0: meal. Was he naked? Is this that one? Because it may be. I don't know. I don't
1: think this guy was naked, but I do. Oh, you're talking about the Miami Cannibal attack. I do have that. Okay. Um,
0: I haven't heard of this one then.
1: This one, he was a college student. He had never had any history of violence or issues. The drug screen that they took from him came back clean. He had
0: no. I was just about to ask if he had taken something that just caused him to.
1: He was at dinner with his parents. And he left the dinner early because his parents kind of got into an argument. And so he just left the the restaurant and then went to these random people's house and just started attacking and eating people for no fucking reason. So I don't know if he just snapped. I don't know if he was always batshit and it just came out right then.
0: I don't know. If you can sit there and do this and take on being tased that fucking much...
1: Was he possessed?
0: I don't know, but, but you're you you had to have so much adrenaline going through your body for that not to phase you because I have been tased before. Not, I mean, yeah, by the police, but not because I was doing wrong. Just, just to get to certified, get your job, yeah. But that shit fucking hurts, and you're gonna stop, right? I mean, that's right. just
1: well. The other thing is, is like, if what if he did bath salts? Does that come up in a drug screen? No, at all? I, wouldn't I mean, mean it's so. but... surely they would be able to see that though. In some kind of anything. Yes and no.
0: No, maybe not. Because not until just, I think, recently, within the last few years, they may have developed a new drug test that can test beyond the normal, like, fentanyl, cocaine, Mm -hmm. marijuana, methamphetamines, and stuff like that. But I know at the time, I believe back in 2016, there was no... Because when I worked at the Sheriff's Department... um, you had a lot of inmates that were doing the bath salts mm-hmm. and stuff and they did not appear on drug tests. Not hmm. at least the drug tests that screenings that we had. Right. That we would test the inmates. Um, They were not coming up. So yeah. that's, that's a possibility. I'll well,
1: tell you what, it's always the quiet ones. <laughs> it's Watch always out. the quiet ones. Cause they said that he didn't have a history of any kind of violence. There's no telling what he was dealing with though, or what caused him to snap. True. But I do feel like he had to have had some kind of, maybe a mental illness. I have no freaking idea, man. I don't
0: know what kind of mental psychosis other than that.
1: Now, this is the one you were probably talking about. The infamous Miami cannibal attack, and it happened in May 2012.
0: May have been that long ago. Ru- yeah, this he's
1: strip naked. Rudy Eugene strip naked and naked. 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 And attacked Ronald Popo, a homeless man yep. in the street. Rudy consumed about 80% of the man's face by the time police arrived at the scene. They were forced to open fire on Rudy Eugene. He took far more bullets than his body should have been able to withstand before finally dropping. They believed him to be on bath salts or PCP, but his tox screen came back clean, leaving the situation
0: a mystery. But bath salts were very, very popular back then. Yeah, they
1: were. And the thing is is how do you screen for something like that?
0: You can't. Not at that, that <laughs> time, I don't guess, but fuck.
1: Kevin Santos was pronounced dead in a hospital. This is a child. Uh the child was mm. then arranged a funeral. At his wake, he began to move, sat up, asked for water. Then he died. He then died again immediately after the request. I'm sorry, what? Yes. They were at this this wake for this person that died, this little kid. And he woke up, asked for a drink of water. They got him a glass of water, and then he lay down and passed away. And it caused. How long ago was this? Did I, say? I didn't get the dates
0: because normally during a wake, I mean, they're embalmed at this mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So you have no blood flow. All you have are chemicals in your right. body. So that's quite fucked up.
1: Yeah, and I know that it was modern enough times that he had been to a hospital because he had died in a hospital and the the parents were outraged that their child had woke. Like they, they wanted to know what happened at the hospital for them to claim that he was dead for him to not be dead and then for him to die again. So it was modern enough times that a hospital actually existed, but I don't, I didn't get a date. Good fucking grief. Yeah. Uh, Crocodile Crocodile It's 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 Decay <coughs> And it's It's a word From Russia But it's A drug That rose To prominence In poor Areas Of Russia uh, Between the poten- Potency Of the Opioid Effect And the Gangrenous Effect It has On the Users Did you Just hear My tummy Growl I'm so Sorry I bet That echo Times a Million With this Microphone I don't
0: Know But mine's Doing the Same thing <laughs> So
1: um, It It Causes The skin To rot also. So, not only is it a drug and it gets you high, but it makes your skin rot. Um, it, it eats tissue and the flesh from the inside out and gives a zombie-like effect in users. Wounds left severe enough that their bones are exposed. Other symptoms include incoherence, jerking motions, shuffling, shambling steps, technically alive, but in many ways also dead.
0: That would be the zombie... Type I would mm-hmm. I would know was like the jerking effect, the yeah. s- the sliding or you know dragging of your limbs yeah. and rotting skin.
1: Yeah, and that's what makes me so nervous is you were talking about a zombie apocalypse earlier, and we joke about it and stuff like that. <laughs> but that was that last one we read about is a drug, a street drug that is taken in Russia. That is such a simple way. To fuck people up, just like the fentanyl. Yeah. That is such a fucking easy way and a way that a zombie apocalypse could, in fact, take place,
0: Mm -hmm. in theory. Taking out the part where if you get bitten or scraped by a zombie that you turn into a zombie. But, considering the fact that the government keeps recreating fucking shit or bringing things back to life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good possibility. You could take this drug and mutate it into an airborne type Mm -hmm. thing that is also altered with some type of bacteria, right? Thing virus that once it's in your bloodstream, yeah, it matches very well. Like if somebody has this cannibalistic feature of them and they bite another person their saliva meets blood and now that person is infected holy fuck i watched too many zombie
1: movies (laughs) it could happen it could happen happen a lot quicker than some of these other theories i feel like that's crazy i just
0: literally just gave the government probably some big fucking idea great job crystal (laughs) I'm going to be the first to go. I mean, I was really disappointed during the October 4th emergency test that I didn't turn into a zombie. Like, everybody said was going to happen. That if you were vaccinated and this was going to release some type of or activate some fucking shit. Yeah, you know what? Suck it. cause yeah. Fuck.
1: Yeah, I'm tired of fear-mongering. I don't, I don't feel like we try to fear-monger. We just talk about things just because we're curious and because it's worth talking about, but we don't ever it's try fun. to... It's fun. It's fun, and we don't try to fear-monger anybody. We're not going to tell y'all, hey, you need to go hide under your bed and turn off all your lights and live in fear for the rest of your life. That's not how we would do this, but... We
0: may one day. It really <laughs> depends on how, <laughs> how the world... Ha- what happens. Yeah, Um. Yeah, because I'm honestly at that point... Uh, I mean, it's not for a zombie apocalypse and shit like that. But considering there's been so many speculations and, um, like with damn Liberty, Nostradamus and his, um,
1: predictions Predictions,
0: and stuff like that, like of a world war three and this and that and the other, you know, Russia is in cahoots with Ukraine. You've got Canada and India, When they're fucking coots, I don't know if you know anything about that. But, yeah, that's that's a big ordeal now. Um, (coughs) I do believe that Canada has pulled all their uh, diplomats from India. (sighs) Um, India is not issuing any type of visas to Canadian citizens anymore right now. Well, it's suspended right now. I don't know how long that's going to last, but whatever. Um, And all these other countries that...
1: Things are getting heated.
0: They are. Yeah. And it's one of those, I really do kind of want to build a fucking fallout shelter somewhere. Yeah. Start hoarding, like, non-perishable items just in case. Because yeah. you never fucking know what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, if that's the case with Russia and, not Ukraine, but China, mm-hmm. for instance, um... Other fucking countries that not are maybe that are not part of NATO or what the fuck ever I'm not trying to get into politics, but I'm getting into politics, yeah, I'm not mm yeah, they'll take us out, so <laughs> we're laughing stock anywho so I think that's gonna be this episode of uh, uh zombies and uh
1: you still can't get past the dog hat, can you? I can't I either. I
0: keep that picture is just in my mind. Y'all don't look at it. Yeah, <laughs> no. go no, dude, go, go look at it. Google but you it. might
1: have bad dreams, so just a heads up.
0: That's fucked up. So in the meantime, I have a dog that's barking, and she might be a two-headed dog here soon. <laughs> um, just kidding. I love animals. So we want to thank y'all.
1: Thank you very much
0: for listening to our.
1: Shenanigans. Shenanigans
0: <laughs> again. Um, until the next episode, I think we are going to be discussing some ghosts and goblins and mummies. Mummies. Yes. Fuck, mummies and zombies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fuck it. <laughs> wrap me up in some toilet paper and give me drugs. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, thank y'all again for listening and until next time, I'm Crystal. I'm Natalie. Good night. Or bye. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs>